Welcome here to a hoppy Easter episode. Oh, we got some excellent news. Rashawn Breland back <laughs> in this. Is he exercising a lot? Oh, he's exercising. I mean, with that hopping vertical that he's got, mm. I mean, I'm glad he's going to come back and be part of that takeaway defense that the Chiefs have. Oh, man, I've been dying to hear some exciting news. <laughs> Welcome to this Easter episode. Hope everybody's doing good. Maybe uh, have a little egg search throughout the house. <laughs> I can't believe it's Easter. <laughs> uh, today we're going to have a short episode. Uh, we hope you're all ears today. <laughs> we hope you're all ears today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it's going to be a big episode next week. Uh, we're doing a lot of draft research. We're going to have a friend of ours who, who's very knowledgeable on college athletes, college athletics. Uh, who, Is he? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he's going to come in. He's going to help us with the draft, too. We're going to talk about what the Chiefs should do. Trade down, trade down. And what uh, what the Cowboys should do uh, on their positions. And then also how these recent moves have uh, kind of like opened up both teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like, you know, a month ago, you would have said the Chiefs definitely needed to, to look at cornerback or look at the offensive line. Whereas now a couple moves, you don't necessarily have them pigeonholed anymore. Mm-hmm. And the same with the Cowboys. You know, you add Don Terry Poe, you add McCoy. Mm-hmm. They're not pigeonholed anymore, you know. And they have a lot of different They're like two peeps in a pod. Two, <laughs> a, a lot of different areas that they could hop back and forth from, uh-huh. right? A, a lot of opportunities. Uh, so, really, really excited about that. But let's start off with uh, Brashad Breland back in Kansas City. What does that mean to you? Oh man, what is that? Twenty of the twenty-two Chiefs are back. Yeah, basically, Dang. unlike what the Mavs did in 2011 and traded everybody or let them no go. No bunny compares to that. <laughs> Pretty much everybody's back in uh, Kansas City, which is huge. Uh, and when you only have like $100 of cap space, that's big. So everybody's back in KC. Brashad mm-hmm. Breeling's back. And the reason it's it's more important that he's back is you needed that veteran corner. And I know Ward has been really great, overperformed. But he also performed with safety nets, right? He had Tyron, you know, scoping behind him in case someone burnt him. You know, he had... He had the opposite corner uh, on the field, you know, and Fuller getting the slot guy. He had, you know, Brashad Breland, the veteran corner, get, getting the, um, you know, more explosive guy. So, so he got to kind of hide a little bit, but, but he's mm-hmm. played great. So having another guy out there that's a veteran is going to help him out, especially if you're thinking that the Chiefs are going to draft a corner somewhere in this draft. It's really important that we got him back for one year. And I'm curious to see what you two Chiefs experts have to talk about in the draft next week. Well, uh, we got a lot to talk about. If the Chiefs do a couple of things, and let's talk about that before we go to the Cowboys talk. So with $100, you can't sign your first round draft pick. You can't sign your second round draft Mm -hmm. pick. You can't sign your undrafted players. So what do the Chiefs need to do before the draft starts? in order to have the ability to sign these players. Mm-hmm. And usually, and what we'll talk about when we talk about Cowboys, is you have until July 15th mm-hmm. to sign your yeah. franchise Which tag Which is quickly players. approaching. Which is quickly approaching. Hopefully we're not still in quarantine, board on the house board. <laughs> but the Chiefs, they need to sign Chris Jones to a long-term deal before, before July 15th, before the draft. Or they need to either trade someone off their books or restructure another deal. Mm-hmm. But the most likely thing to happen is the Chiefs are going to... What's up? 
Nothing. Sorry. Are the Chiefs gonna the Chiefs are gonna have to sign Chris Jones to a long term deal to open up all this cap space to sign your undrafted guys? And this is where your great teams are good your great teams with the great scouting departments are gonna win this year. You could not have you know, your physicals, you can't have your, your players come to visits. You can't have a lot of the things that you used to do. So if you have a good scouting department for college players, this is where you're going to win. You think those rules are going to be followed? Yeah. Just saying. As far as visits, yeah, because they have to be, right? How? How do they have to be? Who's <sighs> monitoring this? No one's, moni- no one's monitoring the monitors. I mean, I feel like this is a good segue into breaking rules and house parties and doing things you're not supposed to be doing. Yeah, so let's let's talk about that. I, let me just finish this point before we jump into the certain people that didn't break the, the certain people that did break rules, which is okay. obviously Dallas Cowboy territory, not the Chiefs territory. So whatever. Uh, watch for Chris Jones to get signed to a long term deal up right up until the draft. Uh, it needs to happen. The Chiefs got to open up this space to sign these players, and then that way we can talk next week about the draft and what the Chiefs are going to do in the draft and, and what they should do. Mm-hmm. Let's go into certain All rule right. breakers. So I am sad to report that apparently Mr. Dakota Prescott had a party um, with like 30 something people. Bro, I get it. I want a party. I want to be out there too. But like you were super high profile. Why would you think that that was a good idea? But it was just Dak, right? No, the Cowboys were in it though, right? Oh my God. Of course there were. Zeke was definitely there. Why, why was and Zeke? And Zeke had a party too. <laughs> like what? What is going on? Oh. Part of me almost thinks that like maybe this is his way of being like, well, you guys put a franchise tag on me, so why do I have to follow the rules? Hey, it's not like Zeke had been posting about how people should stay at home. I know. That's what I was like, dude, come on. But, you know, it is what it is. Can't say I'm proud of it, but I can say I understand it. Do you see? Do you foresee a Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert situation here where <laughs> apparently in Utah... Dude, they're like not friends anymore. No, no. Like Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell is pissed. He's saying he's not playing in Utah with Gobert. If Gobert's there, he's not there anymore. Oh, damn. Like it is reaching the it point where bad. it is not... They're, they are working their asses off to okay, salvage like, this relationship. How in the hell like would he know that he had it? That's not even fair. I don't know, but like the whole like him touching the mic like a couple of days before all the mics. Yeah, were- but how did he, like I could see myself doing something like that. That's why I'm like, that's not fair. I don't like Rudy Gobert by any means, but I just, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like. Either Donovan Mitchell has always wanted to be out of Utah and he's using this as an excuse. I mean, it's pretty genius if that's what it is. Or he's irate and he is pissed. I'm going to choose to say that this is pretty sneaky and smart. Yeah, but hey, so let's talk about America's team, your leader, Dak Prescott. (sighs) Yeah, I, I mean, maybe this is his way of being like, I don't have to follow the rules. I don't have to stay accountable. Like, I've been such a good boy for so long and you guys aren't you know, rewarding it, me. It's not a good look. It, it's not, but and I hey, can say I understand. I completely understand. If I'm Dak, I'm pissed I too. I say it's right, but I understand. Dak Prescott made $2 million last year as the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Do you know what his backup just signed for this year? Mm, like four? No, $2.1 million for the Dallas Cowboys to oh, be the backup. That's awful. Right now, the starting okay, Cowboys. I would party too. Fuck them. Fuck everybody. You're all coming down with me. The starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, because Dak hasn't signed his, his tag yet. Is one and only Cooper Rush. God. And I'm not saying that the Cowboys are bad with cap management and pay the wrong players. Uh, They kind of are, though it's okay to say. Who was going to sign Cooper Rush to 2.1? Nobody. 
he must have been somebody that was like good with the front office people. That's Let the only him thing walk. I can think of. Get someone to the job. He has been awful. Yeah. Yep. I mean, but who else do we have? Nobody. Uh, I, not that I'm saying, again, I'm not condoning this behavior, but I don't know. It is funny, though, that, like, I guess a bunch of the other NFL owners are really pissed that, like, Jerry and Steven get to draft together because they're family, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. But I'm like, is this really an advantage? Like, yeah, is it Have is we it looked actually... at the past and been like, oh, my gosh, like, what are they going to do to get, like, no, it's, it, we're literally Man, at. I, I don't see how it's an advantage. Ground. And honestly, Jerry's so old. He still has a flip phone. You you need to pray that Steven knows how to use <laughs> Zoom for this draft because there's no way Jerry. Steven does, I'm sure. Steven's, he's a smart guy so we'll find out i mean they did draft taco number one a couple years ago okay he was promising (laughs) don't say it like we knew that all the shit was gonna hit the fan he was very promising and it was cool to have a cheeto and a taco on the team sorry they followed snack thinking yeah they're, they're doing really sacks. well right now. Hey, but, you know, props to Taco now in Miami last year. He got more sacks in like 10 games of Miami yeah. than he ever had in Dallas understand. in two seasons. Uh, I wish I could be like, did you ever watch that movie with Amanda Bynes, Think Like a Man? Yeah. Where she like <laughs> dressed up as a guy and she was like playing with them. I would love to do that and just like get to know the insides and outsides of the team and understand why certain players just don't work. Is that stupid? I'm dying to know. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm dying to know. You it's know, a that, pretty excellent dream. Yeah. You know, and in that movie, Amanda Bynes was that chick that like, you know, kind of went against the rules, just mm-hmm. like Taco went against yep. Rob Marinelli's yep, yep, rules yep, yep, and yep. I was gone. Yep. Yeah. So. So anyways, they had a huge house party and I mean, it's just they not ended up getting look. the Rona, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, sorry. A part of me, actually, what I know is going to happen because obviously the Cowboys and Roger Goodell don't have any good ground there. Zeke and Dak will for sure be fine. They'll probably be suspended some games for not following They're rules. Not it will happen. Watch. I'm sorry, Cowboys Nation. Watch. It's going to happen. Oh, so dark. So mysterious. Mm-hmm. From a couple of weeks ago and you're freaking Pat Mahomes to Dallas, you know, high of a conspiracy theory. Okay, but that's like the saving grace. If he comes to Dallas, Roger will be like, oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Like, I think he's like the golden angel, maybe. So let's, I don't know. let's talk about... Uh, uh, a league that needs a golden angel that oh might God. be shut down. Um, yeah, and who called it? Who called it like three or four episodes ago? I did. I knew the NFL was up to no good. They caused this for the XFL. Let's, we were enjoying it too much. Before you go into this conspiracy theory, can I break down what, what's going on? Sure. Uh, XFL is ceasing operations. That's true. Not permanently, technically. They might come back, but here's the deal. You had a league that was gaining steam that didn't get to finish their season. This first year of TV contracts were not worth anything. The the XFL was basically on not getting paid. They were trying to get the viewership. And And they got it. Yeah, and allowing ESPN and Fox to to show them for free without without paying. So the XFL was banking on the demand for next year and, and making money off of that. Also, the XFL was doing pretty good ticket sales wise really, above expectations. Really well. Yeah. Like St. Louis had to open up more of their stadium. And, and so you might be like, if they're doing so great, then why are they ceasing operations? Well, here's the deal. So you have this COVID-19 that's going on and it's Allegedly. basically, it's killing networks right now as far as ad revenue. You know, there's no live sports. I'm not paying premiums for commercials anymore. There's nothing going mm-hmm. on. So it's it, a horrible life to live. Really. Yeah. And that also goes into why WWE. But if you're suicidal, 
you're still very worth it and we all appreciate you being here. Yes, absolutely. It's also why WWE is not pre-taping shows because they only have a certain amount of pre-taped shows that they can do with their contracts with with their TV deals. So they have to oh, show these live episodes. That. And so like Vince McMahon, for instance, is getting a lot of heat for putting his wrestlers in danger. But if I'm a network and I'm strapped for cash and I see WWE technically broke my contract by doing more than my three or four pre-taped shows that I allow to do per year, mm-hmm. then guess what? I'm going to renegotiate to save money for my network. So yeah, Vince smart. McMahon is actually kind of protecting his wrestlers in a way in their pockets. It's very odd. You know, it's what side of the fence are you on and how you want to do this? Dude, thing. did you see about like Dana White in the UFC? Yeah. This fool is trying to buy an island. Yeah. Well, we'll get to that too. Ugh. So, you know, Sorry, Vince McMahon spoiler. had that avenue to protect his wrestlers. And then also now on this XFL front, he kind of in a bad way, let everybody go without telling yeah, him yeah so i've got some insiders and it was it, pretty shitty what they did so they let all the xfl people go didn't really say much and they all found out via social media so that was kind of shitty yeah not the best way to yeah. do it but up until that point they were paying the salaries for the players mm-hmm. and everybody that worked there now it might be a thing where Vince McMahon's looking at it. it's like it's best to cease it right now and then start it back up next year to save money because I'm not getting the checks that I was going to get from yeah. the networks and I've heard another theory on this stuff too like it's for some people it's better to just let them go and like have a verbal like yeah you'll come back because you can pick up unemployment and all that stuff so maybe that's what he looked into i don't know yeah and he's i'm not defending i'm you can't defend the way he did it but mm-hmm. maybe it's it's so that the employees can get a a a job you know can get something better out there or start looking and not be tied to it mm-hmm. so it's interesting i i personally think the XFL will be back, or at least I'm hoping it will be back. <laughs> Not if the NFL has anything to do with it. I really hate them right now. Let's go into your conspiracy theory. I mean, it is what it is. They they did this. They did this. Okay, 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 okay. Go on. Go ahead. Crucify the NFL. Let's hear. Let, let's hear your is conspiracy theory. Is it a crucifixion theory. or is it the the truth? It's the word. The good word. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Just to recap and let everybody know what I think is to be true, um, I believe that the NFL might have sent somebody over to China and then brought them back to like infect or whatever. Can you please give a backstory into why you're thinking the NFL would do this? Just recap. No, I am. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So the NFL was like, all right, cool. I can like put things on pause for a little while. (laughs) The XFL. And then, you know, it won't even affect our season, but the joke might be on them because it might, we don't know. But yeah, that's, that's the conspiracy about the eggs FL. So you're thinking the NFL in China teamed up? Uh, Maybe not in the beginning stages of it, but I think once they saw it was shutting shit down, they were like, this is how we defeat the evil XFL. It just makes sense, you know? What happened? Why would you think the XFL would, would, or why would you think the NFL would want to take out the XFL? It's not like they have a previous history of the NFL. Oh, for sure. They definitely did it the first time around. Mysteriously. Yeah. I mean, it's true. You can choose to believe me or not. Aliens are real also. But I'm just saying. All right. The the NFL was definitely behind. Mm -hmm. The first time. Why wouldn't they do it a second time? Especially if he gained more traction this time. Don't at me. <laughs> at i35sportscxn. Uh, that's a funny... At me on Twitter. 
don't at me i don't care come at me i got all of the proof the proof is in the easter pudding <laughs> i well will there be an xfl resurrection next year who knows but hopefully there will be because i really enjoyed it this is the xfl <laughs> All right, let's go on to a different topic. Uh, mm-hmm. Tonight, there's a fun thing going on tonight. The uh, There's some NBA players and former NBA players and WNBA players. They're oh, doing I like I thought you were going to say there was Easter candy downstairs. No. Damn. Well, there is. But no. Oh. There, there's like a, this, this fun horse competition that's going to be on ESPN. And you'll get like a, a lot of. I guess a lot of entertainment from it. What? I didn't hear about this. Sports is getting creative. They are getting creative. You're going to have Trey Young versus Chauncey Billups. We should tailgate this. Let's do it. Okay, yeah. I'll go get the folding table. I'm going to give you the... Might have to Bill's Mafia in this. (laughs) I'm going to give you the competition and you tell me who's going to win, okay? Okay. So it's basically a horse tournament, okay? Okay. But here are the matchups. You got Trey Young versus... Chauncey Billups, who you got? Ooh. Mm. Maybe Trey. Oh, yeah, because you met him and you love him. No, because <laughs> I've been following him on Instagram, and apart from drinking wine all the time and being in his pool, he has been playing a little b-ball. Okay, I, I would pick Trey, too. You got... He's got a fresh arm. <laughs> you've got Hall of Famer and one of the best players in the WNBA, Tamika Catchings versus Mike Conley. Who hmm. you got? I'm gonna go Tamika. Ooh, okay, okay, got okay. Got a Hall of Famer, yeah. You got Zach Levine versus Paul Pierce, and I don't think you can dunk, or at least Trey Young was like no dunking in this competition. Oh man, I want Zach to win something, so I'm gonna go with Zach. Yeah, and FKU. So, <laughs> also that, yes. Uh, you've got Chris Paul, CP3, versus Allie. I can't say her last name, so we're gonna say Quigley. Yep, that's, uh, that's a Quigley. Where is she uh, from? What does she do? She's a WM player, WNBA player, and she's won the three-point contest in 17 and 18. Hmm. And who was the first person? Chris Paul. <coughs> CP3. Hmm. Not Cliff Paul, but Chris. Ah, I thought it was Cliff. I would have picked Cliff. Mm, okay. Um, I guess I'll go Chris. You'll go Chris? Yeah. Like, I don't know if I went over this, but I, I used to really think that Cliff and Chris Paul were actually twin brothers, and I was really upset when I found out that they weren't Thanks a Lot Allstate or whatever company that was. So, yeah, State Farm. So, whatever. So, that that's your overall first round matchups. Who, who do you think is going to win overall if you had to pick? Oh, okay. Um, man. I'm going Trey in this competition. Yeah, yeah. I would say, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This is This is a good one. Um, I would probably, I'm looking at the list right now. Yeah, I would probably go Trey Young too. I mean, he's very, very clutch. Yeah, I would probably go Trey, CP3, Tamika as my top three to, to probably try to win this thing. So are they going to be in their own homes or? I'm not quite sure how they're doing this, honestly. I just know that they're in a, a three-point co- oh, or I'm they're so excited in a, to watch a horse something. competition, so it, it should be interesting. I can't get on this like bandwagon of watching previous sports. Yeah, games. I can't. I just like I know how it's going to end. I, there's nothing for me to get excited about. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Like I can watch. I can watch the abbreviated YouTube highlight version. Yeah, to see, like, but that's different. You know? Yeah, but I can't watch the whole game yeah. because I'm I'm no longer going. Oh my god, are, are we gonna pull through? I mm-hmm. just I, I, I can't do it. Yeah, 
This shall be interesting, though. I I really hope the NBA gets to come back because, you know, I, I'm curious to see how everybody's conditioning looks. I've just been, like, poking in on Instagram and whatnot, and I'm like, Urgh. but, like, I guess the Cowboys are still practicing. <laughs> Really? Not not the whole team. Oh. Sorry, Dak and Dez. I, I'm lumping Dez in oh, there, but uh-huh. yeah, they've been practicing and breaking rules too. So I'm just oh, like Dak broke another rule. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, it's interesting. It's very curious and curious, sir. Yeah. Uh, and so will he go to the XFL? We will never know. I think your high <laughs> high profile and if our NBA players will be ready because they probably have basketball courts at their house, like LeBron. Yeah. Oh, LeBron will be fine. I'm not even concerned about yeah, him. I, I think your players like. I think it's the youngins <laughs> that are like, oh, time off. I've never yeah. had time off. I think your players like Steph, it. who are coming off of injuries and rehabbing and trying to make sure their form's good, they'll be fine because it's still part of that program to be ready for the season. So I think they will be fine. But I think your your players like Zion. Zion, who's young, oh who loves God. food, yeah, who probably doesn't. He's going to come back <laughs> real heavy. I can already see it. Maybe I hope s- I'm wrong, but maybe some trouble for him. I think our player Luca will be just fine because he's used, he's used he's to been this. a professional yeah. since he's 14. So, so he's good. I think uh, I think Kristoff because did he's, he stay in the U.S. or did he go back to Slovenia? I I, I think he stayed in the U.S. Okay, and I think Kristoff. As long as uh, Christoph Porzingis isn't getting in a bar fight, I think he'll be fine. <laughs> you know, because he's still... He you know, was com- attacked that one time. Yeah, but I'm sure he said nothing to get attacked. He was just being tall. You, you don't know how just annoying. go up to a seven-foot you know guy and swing? how annoying it is being short in a tall person's world? Sometimes we just snap, okay? We just snap. <laughs> Hi, my bad, my bad. I'm so sorry. Gosh. I, uh... Let's wrap up the show with uh, the last of the last, the champions of the champions going at it, the tasty twosome. Who's going to oh, win this yes. little Debbie bracket? Team Swiss rolls for the rolls. Unfortunately, uh, Oatmeal Cream Pie has bowed out in the semifinal round. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm still broken up about it. I want to talk about it. People don't know taste. But yeah, so in this tasty twosome, we have uh, your Swiss rolls. Rolls for the rolls. Versus the Nutty Buddy Bars. Also a good choice. Oh, so good. I like the wafer of the Nutty Bar, and I'm, I'm going to go Nutty Bar on this one. Who do you oh, got? House Divided. Obviously, Swiss Rolls. I just said it. Roll for rolls. <laughs> All right, so we just put that poll out there. Please vote on it to see who's going to be the El Champion. It, it's quite the extravaganza. Who's going to win Flavortown? Who's going to be <laughs> the hostess with the mostest? <laughs> Even though these aren't hostess. <laughs> who's going to rise up and, and win this thing? I hope you enjoyed today's show i hope you noticed all the freaking easter puns that we'd been dropping in we're here. not usually this corny so i hope yeah. y'all enjoyed it trying to make it entertaining go back see if you can count all the puns that we used uh during this easter episode next week's going to be a big show we've got cowboys draft we've got chiefs draft what you need to know who you need to look at we're going to give you groupings of players and we're also going to give you different positions that you should be looking at so it's going to be a very informative show and the reason we waited so long to do the show is because like after you sign all these free agents to make all these moves now you know who to focus on Mm -hmm. there's no point to give you 60 different people to look at yeah it'd just be too chaotic to watch yeah but now that the free agents are signed people have been given tags now you know who to look at Mm -hmm. now we can tell you who to look at who you should be rooting for and what picks before need to go down for you to 
be excited about who the Chiefs may get, who the Cowboys may get. So can't wait to talk to you guys next week. Until then, stay home unlike Dad Prescott. Stay safe in this quarantine world. (laughs) It's okay, Patty. We'll accept you here and we will give you stabs. (laughs) And if you have the financial means, support local restaurants. Help them out. And the chain restaurants too, because that's also important if you love them. We outie. Enjoy your Easter. Go egg hunting. Bye.